Welcome back to an amazing career. Today, I'll be covering two of the most common and important problems workers in almost every field run into today, career advancement and career development. The two are interdependent concepts. Career development lays the foundation for career advancement by providing you with skills, expertise, and knowledge required to excel. When you engage in continuous learning and development, you not only become better at what you do, you also become a more competitive candidate for advancement opportunities. Engaging in career development can be to enjoy the personal benefits of learning, to make yourself more attractive to an employer or industry, or to boost your creativity, productivity, and performance, and to make sure you stay relevant. Today, we'll tackle these two topics. I'll show you ways to ensure you engage in career development properly and how to leverage your gains to help you get what it is you want out of life, advancement, lateral growth and movement, and possibly just to enjoy learning something new. Let's get started. I'm Dr. Jim Polk, and this is An Amazing Career. Hello, this is Dr. Jim Polk, and welcome to An Amazing Career. This podcast is all about equipping you with phenomenal skills, habits, and a mindset that will redefine your limits and help you achieve your maximum potential in your career and in your life away from work. I'm an executive and career coach, as well as a neuropsychologist with over 40 years experience helping people achieve greatness. So strap in, get ready, and take notes, and prepare to learn how to have an amazing career. The working world is changing. Well, it's always been in a state of transition, but since we've pulled away from the pandemic, the changes have sped up. You're all aware that during the past couple of years, people have left their careers and jobs at an accelerated rate. And this is people voluntarily leaving, not being laid off. 47 million in 2021, 50 million in 2022. And while those numbers seem to have slowed in 2023 so far, it's estimated that between 70 to 90% of workers are considering a job or career change, according to the polls. And with unemployment at a low rate of 3.4%, there are lots of job openings, and it's a great time to consider switching jobs or careers. But it's also a great time to work in your career development and look at advancement as well, because those people leaving their employers are leaving openings at every level. For many, their traditional career ladder has been replaced by nonlinear career moves where progression goes beyond promotion and allows people to develop in different directions. Because so many career fields are evolving so rapidly, career development has moved from nice-to-have to, to must-have. Both for the sake of keeping up with changes in your industry to stay sharp, you need to up your skills to maintain productivity, performance, and quality, and if you want to advance. But the reality is that career development rarely gets prioritized by companies and by individuals. The demands of day-to-day -day work take precedence over improvement. Investing in the future rarely feels as urgent as the issues at hand. This presents a long-term risk to your engagement and enjoyment at work, as putting yourself last means your career can stall and your skills can stagnate. In the short term, failing to spend time on your personal development decreases your career resilience in the face of external job impacts like layoffs, reorganizations, and career fields changing from one day to the next. The days of going to college for your education and relying on those skills and knowledge to take you to the end of your career are gone. You need to be continuously educating and reinventing yourself. And you can't rely on your employer or anyone else to care about whether this is happening for you. 
You can't rely on someone else to make sure you're getting the continuing education you need. It's your responsibility. So let's get started putting in place a structure and adaptive practices for your career development so that you can either be your best self, to make sure you stay relevant and valuable, or to advance in your career, whatever reason you desire. Now the first step. Most of the literature out there on career development says the first step is to outline your goals and to create an action plan. You need to know where you want to go and how you're going to get there. But I'd like you to consider this. If you want to shift your life for the better, you've got to be committed. And you have to sort out why you want these changes. So you need to invest real time, a couple of weeks at least, asking yourself why you want to work on your career and what you are prepared to do to accomplish it. Just how important is it to you? Lots, and I mean the majority, of managers and executives say they want to develop their career and that they want advancement. But very few make the commitment and follow through. Deciding to implement a plan to further develop your career is like going back to school. Maybe you had to work a part or full-time job while attending college full-time. I know I did for a time, and that's tough. It's easy to say you're going to do something, and you start off great, but then life gets in the way. So get prepared. If you want to elevate your career, you'll have to make some changes. You'll have to take some courses, you'll have to develop a deeper network of contacts, and you'll have to study. This all takes time, and since your life is already super busy, you'll have to make some sacrifices. This might involve going to bed earlier or rising earlier to study, sacrificing some time with family or friends to attend networking events, or just to study for its own sake. So step one, make sure you're ready to give this your everything. Let's take a quick look at four of the most common career development challenges that people run into. Think about these and see if they remind you of anything that you've been going through. You might be going through just one or two or all four of these simultaneously. Let's get started. First, the time challenge. I'll get around to career development when I have the time. This is similar to the example career coach extraordinaire Brian Tracy talks about. He says there's this place called Someday Isle. And people talk about going there. They say, someday I'll start taking classes to reinvent myself. Someday I'll join that master class to get some coaching to boost my career. The problem is that they never up traveling to Someday Isle. They put off the trip, put it on hold, and they forget about it. The solution? Make the commitment to plug the time into your calendar for whatever you have to do to reach your goals and honor it. You've got to make it important. It won't work if you tell yourself you'll study when you can. That you'll get to that class when you can. You've got to commit. Enlist the help of those in your inner circle, family, co-workers, or friends to encourage you. Make friends in any class you're taking or in any group you've joined and support each other. Actually ask for help. And if you have a boss, tell them what you're up to and let them know in no uncertain terms that you will be taking the time to do whatever it is you're up to and ask for their support as well. Next, the who challenge. This can happen when someone gets stuck by saying, I don't have anyone to help me develop my career. You've basically given up personal responsibility for your growth. The solution? When this happens, you have a couple of options to get yourself rolling. First, you can't assume that senior people will have the time to help, although it's logical as they've been where you are and they know the ropes. So yes, 
See if you can connect with someone senior to see if they have the interest in and the time to mentor you. Second, try connecting with colleagues who are at a similar stage in career growth within and outside your organization. Reach out individually, or better yet, form a working group where you can pitch in and help each other out with strategies and support. Third, get some professional coaching. There are professional career coaches like myself who have extensive experience that can help you develop a plan, implement it, and keep you on track. You can get this coaching individually, through a webinar, or with a career mastermind group. I believe the mastermind groups are amazing as you get to have an experienced coach and a group of like-minded peers to work with. Next, the I'm not sure what I want to do challenge. This can happen when you're not sure of what you want to develop in. There are more ways to learn than ever before and easier access to everything, so it can get overwhelming. Anything and everything is available online at the touch of a button and with your credit card number. To help focus, drop back to basics first and review exactly why you want to develop and what your end goal is. Then distinguish what you need to know from what it's nice to know. If your goal is just to enjoy learning for learning's sake, take something that sounds fun. But if it's because you want to become an expert in your field or shoot for advancement, take something from the need-to-know pile. Take something fun later. And as an aside, if possible, take an actual in-person course or experience. While you can develop a friendship or colleague network online quite easily, research and my own experience with clients shows that in-person events are usually more rewarding. Next, the where challenge. Some people get stuck because there might not be a career development opportunity where they work, or at least it's not readily apparent. They might like the company, want to stay with it, but they want to either move up or spread sideways to change up their life. My friend Marie Lore has been with Exxon for 25 years and has had an amazing career. She's moved sideways a few times and upwards gradually, enjoying the prestige and increased income promotions bring. But what she's actually enjoyed the most is the opportunity to try several different job paths within the organization, to the point where she understands how the organization works from many angles. She made and maintained the effort to get to know people in different branches of the organization over the years, identified opportunities she'd like to try, brought it to her company's attention, and then she made sure that with every hat she wore, she became an expert. She made herself invaluable. You can too. So like any good salesperson, I've tried to lay out solutions to any objections that you might have to keep you from working on developing your career. But let me mention just one more. Roadblocks. It's important to let your inner circle know what you're up to. That'd be anyone who you spend a lot of time with, like your spouse or partner, your children or close friends, and your boss if you have one. If taking a class on Tuesday and Thursday nights is essential, but you'll need a babysitter, work out the details of solving that roadblock beforehand. Maybe you'll have to rely on a mother-in-law or brother to help out. And if you'll need to leave work a bit early to make that class, clear it with your boss ahead of time. Let them know what you're up to and how important it is to you and how it can eventually benefit the company. So here are some other strategies to help you develop your career. First, find and develop relationships with mentors. There are people in your organization that have more experience than you. Make the time to get to know them and ask if they'd mentor you. 
and you can observe how senior people handle themselves and learn indirectly as well. But if you can't find a mentor, or you work for yourself, look around in your community, your circle of friends and acquaintances, and don't be afraid to join a master class or get professional coaching. You can also start up your own group, either in the workplace, in your community, or in the online world. Be creative and make it happen. And while you're at it, take it upon yourself to become a mentor to those junior to you. Make it your mission to pull others up. That energy will come back to you, improving your prospects. Advertise that you'd welcome the opportunity. Second, become an industry expert. Be all you can be. Make it your goal to read on your own, attend workshops and or take classes, join professional organizations, and take on leadership positions within them. I believe the U.S. Army has a recruiting commercial encouraging young people to be all they can be, implying that the Army is going to help them up their game in life. Well, I'm not suggesting that you sign up, but maybe I could get an affiliate deal with the Army. Hmm, I'll think about that later. But anyway, the sentiment that you should push yourself to be your absolute best makes sense. Become indispensable and become the go-to person in your organization and in your field, whatever it is. It'll yield huge rewards. Third, build a diverse community for yourself and establish bonds with leaders. Like my friend Marie Lore, make and take the time to get to know people from all different departments in your organization. Network. Networking is key when it comes to rising in any organization or field. And take any opportunity to get to know bosses and leaders in not only your organization or department, but in your community and your field of expertise. Creating a strong, diverse network will yield amazing benefits, open doors, and create opportunities. Fourth, seek challenges. It's tempting to not take risks, right? Nobody wants to fail at something. But growth within a company or within an industry requires one to take risks and to seek out challenges. Be the one who raises their hand when an opportunity comes along. Be the one who brings a fresh idea to the boss. And then give your absolute best effort to make that happen and to be successful. Nobody gets ahead by playing it safe. And fifth, and I could go on forever, there are other ways to develop your career and to get advancement. But I don't want to overload you today. But I will close with this. Always act and dress professionally. Workplaces have gotten more relaxed since the pandemic, and that's okay. But since you've already decided today that you want to become the expert in your field, it's important that you conduct yourself like a leader now in thought and action. You've got to behave like you've already arrived. Think before you speak. Do speak, but don't be the person in the office that's a complainer who notices what's wrong all the time. Now, don't be a yes man or woman, but if you have a complaint, express it appropriately. Don't get caught up in office gossip or complain online, especially in social media. And while others might dress down, especially on casual Fridays, resist that temptation and dress just a little bit better than everyone else. Just a little, so that you stand out and that you look like you know what you're up to. No five o'clock shadow with your beard. No yoga pants. Show up dressed for success. And if it's a Zoom call and you're working from home, put on a tie or a nice blouse. Sounds silly? Well, maybe. But this will make a difference and get you to where you want to be quicker. So today, we took a look at how to get started with developing and advancing in your career at four different things that can keep you from taking action and how to overcome them, and then five strategies to implement to get you to where you want to be. 
I encourage you to listen to this episode again and to take notes. And if you need some support or guidance, join my free career masterclass that happens every Saturday at 11 a.m. Eastern on Zoom. There's no cost and no obligation. Just send an email to Dr. Jim Polk at protonmail.com to register. Thanks for listening, and please tell your friends and colleagues about our podcast if you found some value in it, and send us any questions you might have. Until next week, I'm Dr. Jim Polk, and this has been an amazing career.